Welcome to Healthy and Happy. I'm your host, Jamie Staker. I'm a mother of two boys. I have a lot of energy, and I love to use it by doing HIIT workouts, less Mills programs, and dancing. I'm a certified personal trainer and a certified health coach. I'm here to help you understand physical health in all of its aspects and add mental health to your awareness so you can make choices that improve your physical and mental health, giving you your most happy, healthy life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome to episode six, Finding Fulfillment in Life. This was actually a request. So I'm so excited to be talking about this. Thanks Marissa for your request. Trying to find fulfillment in life is tricky. (laughs) It's very tricky. So to get started, I wanted to talk about why we seek fulfillment in the wrong things. And and I think it's because we live in a world of commodities. We we have messages all around us that are constantly telling us that we are not enough. And that true happiness comes from blank, from whatever product it is that they're selling, right? Whether we're on Instagram or Facebook or just Google or, you know, wherever we are, if we're in town, guys, we're seeing messages all around us all the time that are constantly telling us, you know, if you just had this product, your skin would be flawless. If you just had this brand of shoes, you would be cool. I don't know if you had this surgery, if you had this, you would be happy. But I think those, those are materialistic things. Those are external objects and our, our happiness does not come from external things. But that's what, but that's what they want us to believe, right? If you're going to sell a product, it's got to be desirable. It's got to be like, oh, I have to have that or else, <laughs> you know, or else I'm not cool. I'm not popular. I'm not whatever. So I think the problem with this message is that no matter how much we acquire, there's always something better, right? Even after you buy that new car, or those new shoes, or that skincare product, after you lose 30 pounds, or after you've had X procedure done. Now, I wanted to talk about procedures for a second. I learned there's such thing as a selfie surgery. Have you all heard of this? People striving to look more like they do in selfie filters. Oh my freaking Lanta, what is this world coming to? We, we have completely lost a sense of what is truly valuable in life and where our value as a person really lies where it really originates. I, I love the phrase and I, I've used it for a long time. Too many of us undervalue what we are and overvalue what we are not. You could change it. Too many of us undervalue what we look like and overvalue what we do not look like. We, we just focus so much on what we don't have, what we don't look like, what we haven't achieved, what successes have not come our way. We, we are so often thinking of the things that we don't, that we don't. Maybe that's the way to say it. Too many of us undervalue what we are and overvalue what we are not. Stop that. Okay, stop that. So anyway, getting back on track. <laughs> so soon after you've made this purchase, right? You bought the shoes, the car, the whatever. You had the procedure done or your achievement, you're losing weight, you're studying to become this, whatever it was. So after your achievement or purchase, the objects lose their appeal. Because the truth is that happiness doesn't come from the exterior. It doesn't come from outside objects. It doesn't come from having a selfie procedure or 
getting new shoes and then more new shoes and then more new shoes. It doesn't come from external objects. It comes from within. It comes from becoming a better person. It comes from having a good character and integrity. It comes from within. So all these messages that we're receiving that we are not enough because we don't have this or do that or whatever it might be, that's not true happiness. So so I want to teach you guys today how to find true fulfillment because because the truth is I mean have you ever noticed this in your life that you get the thing you get the skincare product you get the shoes you get sorry I'm using the same examples you get the weight loss that you were looking to achieve right sometimes we get what we thought would make us feel fulfilled and then we're still not happy come on can you think of an example in your life where that has happened see fulfillment in life does not come from things right it comes from It doesn't come from the outside, it comes from the inside. So I wanted to talk about some inside things that we can do to find fulfillment in life. And then then I'm going to take you through an exercise at the end. It's going to be really cool. I think it's really fun. So five ways to acquire a sense of fulfillment in life would be, one, continue to grow and develop. Don't stop after high school or after college or, you know, after the last formal education that you had. Continue to grow and develop. Learning is a lifelong process. So, so try new things. Be open to new ideas. Read books. Read, read about things both in and outside of your field of expertise. Right? Listen to podcasts. Good job. You're doing that right now. Just continue to grow and develop. Number two would be to serve others. And I have a true testimony of how important this is. How, how, how much it helps when you can look outside of yourself and you know, forget all your problems and, and seek to make others feel good and lift them up and help them with, with their problems. It is so liberating, guys. Do this. Do this. Do this. Also, being social makes us feel more connected and it increase, increases our compassion for people's unique experiences. So don't do this on your own. I feel like the surest way to be happy is to seek happiness for others. Number three is let go. Let go of your negative self-talk, of your bad experiences. Just just let go. <laughs> too many of us spend too much time thinking about negative things. And that's not a good way to grow. <laughs> so, so I love this rule that I learned in health coaching. It says you can tell your story three times or to three people. And then you wash your hands of it. And you move forward, okay? So if you have told more than three people or the same person more than three times your sad experience, your sad story, whatever, you need to wash your hands of it and move on, okay? Otherwise, you are going to be ruminating in the same bad experience, which does nothing for you. In fact, possible outcomes of this, this ruminating is anxiety, depression, living in anger, or worst of all, not living up to your potential, because you're too busy having a pity party for yourself. So set some goals, learn something new, just move forward. Okay, let it go. Now, once you let it go, step number four is to slow down. Not step, but advice number four. These aren't in any particular order. So slow down. That could mean meditation. It could mean yoga. It could mean deep breathing. It could mean so many things, but we live in a very, very fast paced world and it's not getting any slower. I like the analogy of when an old computer has too many programs running at the same time. 
it's really slow, right? You have to close some of your windows. I hate when I do that. When I've got all these different windows open, and I don't even know what for, but, but it feels so good to just click X. Just, just shut them down. I, I feel like it's been the same in my life when I've tried to do too many things at once. My goodness. I mean, I love... I love to do many things. You know, I'm kind of a less more often person. I'm a let's dabble in lots of little things all at once. But I've learned that that is really stressful. It has made more chaos in my life than it has been an aid. So X out of some programs, get rid of some of the things you're doing and slow down. Okay. The more that you can connect with the stillness of here and now, the lower your anxiety and frustration and the greater your focus. So so be present. And I promise meditation, I continue to learn about it and, and how much it helps us. But try to meditate, do some yoga, do something to slow down and just be present. Okay. And number five is practice gratitude. So gratitude could really be an episode all on its own. And it will be. We will do an episode on gratitude. But for now, I just wanted to read out a list of things that studies have shown that these are some benefits from practicing gratitude. Okay. So increased happiness and positive mood. You're more satisfied with life. You sleep better, better health. And that means physically and psychologically, uh, you have greater resiliency. It enhances empathy and reduces aggression and it improves self-esteem. I think those are all awesome things that we could really strive for. So practicing gratitude is such a awesome Easy, easy technique, easy way to bring some fulfillment and happiness to your life. I truly believe that when you're immersed in learning and you're living in the present moment and you're serving others and you're being grateful for what you have, your productivity and your happiness will skyrocket because happiness is a byproduct of action. So take action, okay? Do these five things. And, I, and as always, I would love to know how it turns out for you. What kind of impact has that made in your life? Okay, so now we're going to do the the My Life's Purpose activity. Grab a pen and paper if you can, or definitely do this later. So what we're going to do for this activity is is on your pen and paper, on your paper with your pen, (laughs) make two columns and name your first column person I admire and the second column his or her qualities. And what I would do is just go down the list in your brain of all the people that you admire. They can be people you know really closely. It can be famous people, I guess, if you're that kind of person. Um, any Anybody, okay? Person I admire, write their name down. And then in the next column, when you're done with that, write why. And you could do this, you know, person and why, person and why, person and why. You can do it either way. Um, but just make sure you're thinking of why is it that you admire them? What is it about them that you are drawn to? Okay, so take some time to do that. I mean, the sky's the limit. You could have 10 people, you can have five, you can have two. So do that and then maybe flip your paper on the back or depending how you know long or short it was, maybe just make, make another set of two columns, okay? In these two columns, you're gonna write who I am, parentheses, my qualities. And in the second column, write what's important to me. Fours and fives. That'll make sense in a second, but just write it down, okay? <laughs> Now, I think it's helpful to have the qualities of the people that you admire because sometimes we're attracted to traits that we possess ourselves, right? So if you need to use that page to be able to figure out your own qualities, your who am I, your you know, what are my good traits, 
use that. If if not, you if you're pretty self-aware and you already know what you like about yourself and and what your strengths are, do that. I also highly totally totally recommend using your spouse, your siblings, pe- people who are really close to you that really know you that can tell you, "Hey, this this really is a strength of yours." I think that's awesome. Sometimes we're not we're not really sure, we don't believe something to be true, but people who know and love you best know. Okay? So for the next part, this is going to be I want to just say it out to you, okay? So hopefully, like I said, you watch it later, listen. You listen to this later or or you're doing it right now with a pen and paper. I'm going to make a list for you. And I want you to put these things on a scale of one to five. Okay, five being like, oh yes, totally very important to me. And one, you know, not not as important, okay? So these are going to be what is important for me to be. Okay, so... I'll, I'll go slow at first. So financially successful. How important is it for you to be financially successful? On a scale of one to five, five being super duper, muy importante, or or not so much. Okay, so scale of one to five, write that down. Physically fit and healthy. Write that down. And then on a scale of one to five, how important is that? Okay, so I want you to write all of these um, unless you feel like it's really like a one, two, or three. If you feel like it's a one, two, or three, you you maybe don't need to bother writing because fours and fives are the things that are most important. So if I say something and you're like, being a successful musician, ah, it's not very important to me, don't write it down, okay? So I'm gonna go a little faster now that we kind of know what we're doing. Um, so being physically fit and healthy, being a successful visual artist, a successful musician, if it's a four or five, write it down. Being a successful writer, playwright, or poet, being a successful performance artist, being a contributor to my community, a visionary leader, a loving family member, developing spiritually, a well-respected professional, an effective manager, an effective teacher, well-educated, a creator of beauty, an effective coach, a successful business owner, an effective healer, well-traveled, an effective mentor, a successful entrepreneur, an adventurer, an effective therapist, an effective minister, politically active, or successful communicator. Now, please, please, if there's something else that you feel like, oh, like this is really important to me, write it down, add it to the list. Okay. I can't give you all the millions and millions of options that there could be in the world. <laughs> but all the things that are important to you that are fours and fives, you're going to add to your column on your second page. Okay, the what's important to me. You want to put those things in column two. Now, let's take a look at these things in column two. Are you actively striving to become better in these areas? If you wanted to become an effective communicator, If you wanted to contribute to your community or be a loving family member or whatever it was that you said, are you striving to work on these things? If you're not, that's okay. That's why we're here, to get better at these things. So put these in your continue to grow and develop tip in that first tip we gave. These are the things that you could be working on in your growth and development portion of life. So also do these other five tips. Try them out. I mean, even if you think some of them are silly, try them out. You might find that you like it. That's how meditation was for me. I thought for a long time that it was silly. But as a health coach, I suggest that people meditate. So I was like, I have to try it. 
and I actually really liked it. So don't judge a book by its cover. Don't mock it until you try it, right? So anyway, that is all of our fulfillment in life episode. Uh, like I said, try these five tips out and let me know how they went. If you don't want to miss an episode, make sure you subscribe. That way you don't miss out on any of the goodness. So thanks again. And as always for being here, hope you have a great week. Talk to you later.